Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. And we are here for episode 54, Shots Fired, Reorganizing Our Triggers. This one hit home to me because literally right before recording this episode, I had a moment where I was taken out of myself for a minute and I realized right in that moment that I had been triggered and it was by something else that I thought I completely forgot about. I was over, I had work through and realistically, I had not mastered this lesson, but it was a time for me to figure out how, why, and what it stemmed from. So I know you guys are like, okay, what is she talking about? What are triggers? And triggers are when someone touches one of your emotional hot buttons. Someone can say something, we can read something, we can hear something, see something, and it instantly causes a highly emotional reaction in us. And when we are triggered, our ability to think clearly is honestly just really impaired. Like we are no longer in our physical bodies. We have went uh, above ourselves. Like it's, it's above me now. Like I don't know what I'm about to do, what I'm going to say, how I'm going to react, what's going to happen. And it's really important that we are able to realize when this is happening to us so we can work through these emotional barriers and these emotional setoffs in us. And um, where do our triggers come from? They arise from our life history. They are stored memories associated with emotional events and past experiences. Our triggers evoke chains of emotions and memories that usually stem from childhood. Triggers usually cause a fight. Um, you get defensive, you're argumentative, you're angry. In my case, I was a little bit of probably all of those. <laughs> defensive, I wanted to start an argument. I'm good at that. And I was most certainly just a little angry disappointed. We know those all stem from um, higher emotions. And some people, some people fight, some people actually just shut down, which is the flight mode, fight or flight. And for me, I'm a little bit of both (laughs) because I went from, this is how you know you're emotionally growing, or at least for myself. I went from where I wanted to fight with someone like immediately make it known that this is where you had me fucked up and I've graduated to the point where I'm like you know what I shut down so I'm kind of in shutdown mode but I'm in shutdown mode for protection um and then we got to move forward into kind of what can we do about getting triggered and sometimes it happens before we realize it and we can't control our reactions which is what I was saying immediately I'm ready But we have to realize that it isn't someone else's fault and we do control how we respond to it. But first, we have to realize what they are and what causes them. 
So I was reading up on this and kind of doing some studying on it. And I kind of found some exercises that are really good in first just starting from the top point, figuring out your triggers. You can make a list of them. They can be actual events, not interpretations. And so an example of that is Mary doesn't include me in conversations. And this could stem from your family has always kept important issues from you. So that's what's generally happened. Like something earlier in your life, you were a little bit, you know, shut off from something. So in the fact that Mary doesn't include me in conversation stems down to your family. My family has always kept important issues from me. And then you have to figure out the deep emotion the trigger makes you feel. And in that example where Mary doesn't uh, include me in conversations, the emotion that it triggers is you aren't paying attention to me. Then I feel left out. No one shares anything with me. I'm lonely. I'm not lovable. I'm not loved. I'm alone. And it traces to my mother, not mine in particular, but my mother never telling me important family issues. So it goes all the way down. And the elevator that of emotion that it causes is typically where we end up in that deep kind of depression phase about the exact trigger. And it had nothing to do with the original circumstance or even that person. That person has typically generally has no idea that they've set you off. So you know, instead of going down this elevator of you aren't paying attention to me all the way to I'm not loved and I'm alone, we have to figure out how to manage that trigger. So to manage this emotional trigger, you can call it out when it's happening. Do not act, remove yourself. Like don't even act on it because I've made a complete fool of myself sometimes just automatically like rattling off at somebody that has no idea where they had me fucked up in this intersection. So <laughs> do not act. Shift your state of mind. Create something to do when you are triggered. Go for a walk, drink tea, um, handle the situation It's if it's something you choose to handle. Sometimes it might just be like, girl, let me just, since you're always, you know, not including me in your conversations, then I don't really want to be a part of your conversation. So I can like remove myself from you altogether. Um, but these are some of the things that I do. These are like some of these I even did in that moment when I was triggered and I took myself out of it. I did shut down for a second, but I didn't really treat the person any differently. I was just like, you know what? This person has no idea that they've set off this thing that's deep in my subconscious. Like just had no clue. And a list of some of the things you can do. I actually had a moment where I just started to breathe. I reminded myself in the moment that I'm here, this person is here. I can't really take myself out of the situation, but I can remove myself just by going inside myself a little bit and catching my breath again. Because your, your heart rate goes up, things in your body automatically start to think that it has to defend you because you've changed. Your body has no idea that this person outside of you, they just think danger. Like we're in danger. Her heart rate has raised. Like something has happened 
in this moment to her and we don't know what to do. So I always start by breathing so I can try to bring my heart rate down and concentrate and focus on myself for just a moment. The person has no clue. Um, Movement, like getting up, maybe doing some stretches, really trying to um, maybe not in that moment, but maybe you can leave and do like some stretching, get yourself out of that environment, which is part of it. Remove yourself, go do some movement of any kind. It's going to be best for you. Um, feel the feel. That's also a part of it. Feeling what it made you feel. And in that moment, I felt a little bit, I would say like just a little bit hurt like a little bit disrespected and I was just like you know what I feel that I understand that thank you for this emotion thank you for letting me know I have a range of emotions to express so I felt that feeling and I realized that it's just a feeling I can change my mind about the way that I feel in any moment you can just tell your body like I'm happy like I'm actually really happy everything is great and your body starts to react to your new emotion that you've taken on. Another thing you can do is self-soothe. I'm also really good at self-soothing. And self-soothing for me is just telling myself, Michelle, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, this comes from something else, but you are not that thing anymore. That thing is not happening to you anymore. You don't have to identify with that thing anymore. You're okay. Everything is okay you're fine. You have the tools to get through this. I'm a really good self-soother. If you can't tell, I took a different voice when I was talking about soothing myself because I talked to myself like someone else who cares about me would talk to me and they would just say, girl, calm down a little bit. You're fine. It's okay. Don't smack them. <laughs> Please don't smack them. <laughs> they don't know what they, they don't even know what they just did to you. Just like calm down for just a second. Get yourself together and we're going to move through this. We'll work on it later. We'll pull some tarot or something. Okay. Um, another thing that, look, I run through all these. I actually ran through all these because when I can't talk my, when I can't talk my brain, I am a Gemini. Mercury rules communication. That's the planet that Gemini rules. It is, I communicate through voice, which I'm doing to you now. And I also talk in my brain all day long. It's kind of incensing, but I've tried to meditate and pray myself out of those things. So I always go into a meditation mode. So once I was alone again, I was like, all right, I'm going to light some candles, talk to my spirit guides, talk to, you know, my ancestors, talk to God and just say, hey, like I had a moment, I'm coming out of it. I always try to pull some tarot, burn some sage, talk to my plant babies and really put myself back into um, a higher state, like getting back into my body. Um, another thing you can do is mind body exercises, which are um, yoga. You can do some Pilates. You want to move, but you want very intentional movement. So you can become aware of your body space again, because when you're triggered, you're leaving this body space of yours and you have hopped into fight or flight and you need to come back to your body so you can realize what doesn't need to happen. Also, 
I laugh at myself because, you know, and then these there's there's levels to these. It might be hard for someone to be like, laugh at myself. What? Laugh, period. If that's what you need to do, like do something that makes you feel like in a jovial mood and laughing at myself is actually something I just do. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm just like, girl, you be tripping. Oh my God. Like shell, chill out. And it kind of makes me do a little chuckle when I talk to myself like that, because I really can, like I said, just get myself back into being like the best version of me and no longer allowing my emotions to control me. I also changed my physical environment. So when all of that happened, like I love my apartment. I used to live in a um, a bigger house. <laughs> there was spaces to be and to go. It's not a lot of space in my apartment to just, you know, change my actual physical environment <laughs> very much. So I start to feel like the walls are closing, which is another thing. I start to go in and like hide, which is that flight mode, just dis- like, and I can't do that. Going outside in your environment, changing your physical environment, you know, if you can't go out, I like to go out and be in nature. A friend of mine took me to a park the other day. I took myself back to that park and I hit the trail. I took my dog, took her. We went, there was flowing water, there's flowers, there's trees, there's other people who are doing wellness things who look like they're also taking care of themselves in their physical space. And it was great. Like this walk really, really, really just opened me back up to what everything that's out there. Our world is so abundant. Like there's so much for us to do, you know, other than living in our minds and our brain space all the time. Like it's impossible. We can't do it. So going out and changing my physical environment got me to moving, got my heart rate to going to a healthy uh, rate for something else that was not um, negative. And I also remember my purpose, which this one is very important. If you can remember why you were put here on this earth, if you've been doing that kind of work on yourself, what we call the work in our spiritual environment, if you've been doing the work on yourself, then you're actually trying to figure out your purpose, why you're here on earth, what are your gifts, what are you here to do? So I constantly remind myself and in my instance, it's just, you know, Michelle, you're a communicator. You're here to share light with other people. You know, you are not without darkness because there's no darkness without light, but you can also leave that dark space. You've been doing your shadow work, you know, from whence you came, but you're here, you have a bigger purpose, like you're here on this earth to help other people come to the realizations that you've come to. So it's really important that you share this message, which is why I'm here talking to you now. I'm really, honestly, my spirits were like, girl, you were just chatting about triggers and then you were triggered later on. Like now you have to tell other people about this because nothing, it's a coincidence. You didn't just have a full conversation about how we're supposed to, you know, help our black youth realize when things trigger them. If you can't realize in yourself when something has set you off. So it's really important to remember your purpose, figure out. And if you haven't done that work, hit me up. Let's chat. Let me put you in contact with some people who can 
help you start this beautiful journey so we can heal ourselves. Um, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> I also go and do some self-reflection. I journal a lot and I journal. I've been journaling since I was a kid. I really wish I had some of them. They who knows? My mom probably still does. She pulls things out for me every time I go home and I come back with pictures and things from my childhood. So self-reflection is great. I journal. I tell myself the things that I need to hear to myself. And I also just call out those things because I'm not afraid of them anymore. So when I sit in my journal, I'm a hundred percent honest with myself. Um, God forbid anybody ever picks it up <laughs> because here's one of my favorite quotes, like write your truths. If people wanted you to say good things about them, they never would have behaved badly. <laughs> so, and honestly, there's no one in my journal that I talk bad about. I have little emotional things with people because they, they hit triggers of mine sometimes. So I have to talk myself through them. And I do that with self-reflection and I write for self-reflection and I communicate for self-reflection, which is why we have Real Talk with Michelle podcast. Um, another thing I do is deep relaxation and relaxing for me, deep relaxation for me is taking a really hot shower. Um, again, I created a safe space in my home so I just roll out my yoga mat and I lay on the floor. Sometimes laying on the floor is me looking in the mirror and talking to myself in those self-soothing tones, looking directly at me in my face, telling myself all the greatness about myself. Like that's deep meditation for uh, deep relaxation slash meditation for me. Um, also, lastly, but not least, drop it when the trigger happens just drop it like if you um and it and saying drop it is not the same as saying it doesn't bother me because it bothers me and it's really important to like not dismiss the way something made you feel don't dismiss it because that's how you end up not doing the actual work on yourself don't dismiss how you felt but if it's not important for you to tell that person so that they'll know later, because sometimes there's no need to tell certain people because I probably have already made up in my mind that I probably don't need to hang around this person because this person triggers me constantly. And I don't think that maybe we're supposed to vibe with each other. I'm really good, once again, at removing myself from friendships, situationships, um, jobs, anything that does not like serve my higher purpose. I'm out. I'm just out. So when I say drop it, let it go. L-I-G it. Let it go. Like release that shit from yourself because it doesn't do you any good. Um, yeah. So that's like a little mini baby talk about our triggers. And I really hope that you can take some really good information out of this. And I hope you share it with your friends. I hope you hit me up. I hope I can help you live and grow because we are not those emotional things. Our parents did not intend to pass 
down some of these things that they pass to us, but we can help our family by letting them also know those are the people that you really need to let know where they had you fucked up. I like even if it's your mother, your your sister, your brother. I have both of those. It, it, like sometimes you just got to be like, I don't like that shit. And or don't do that to me again. I like to be heard. I want to speak. Um, I take up space in this world and take up your space. Like it's really important that we do that. But let's heal. Let's get healthy out here. And uh, with that being said, I'm going to take a break so we can hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. And uh, we are going to get into my favorite part of the podcast, other than sharing really good information with you. And I wanted to get into the daily gratitude. So today I'm grateful for being able to break down my emotional triggers. You guys have no idea. Yesterday was such a growth moment for me. And that self-care for me that helped me realize my trigger was one, calling it out, girl, you've been triggered. And two, controlling my emotional response and then doing a little bit of meditation, pulling my tarot cards, like I said. I went out for that walk. It was rejuvenating. I came home and took a really warm shower. And then I took myself to dinner. I had a great dinner. I went to The Optimist in Nashville. It was so good. I just happened to pop into Yelp and it was like all great reviews. And it said, you know, it was it was like, hey, girl, it's only like a mile or something down the street. And I'm like, oh, well, then this is it. They have seafood. This is great. I went there. I got cocktails. Like I really treated myself. I had a cocktail. I ate. Um, I had some oysters, which are, oh, my God, oysters are my favorite. I had octopus. It was so great. And I also had some scallops. And I was like, I don't need any dessert, but homegirl bought me these chocolate truffles. I could only eat one. It was so rich and it was so good. And in the beginning of that, I was like, you know, I don't need to spend this much money on myself. But then I was like, girl, bye. Like you are abundant in every way. Get everything that you want within reason still and enjoy yourself. And it felt really great because I treated myself to getting through something emotionally. And I was proud of myself because I have come a long way. Also, I don't have a guest gratitude today, but if you would like a feature on a future episode of the show, email your gratitude to realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com. I'd love to chat with you. Send it. I want to include it on another episode. Gosh, oh my God. Thanks for tuning into Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose. I am so happy that you spent some time with me and shared some space with me. I will talk to you guys again very soon. (laughs) We're working on some formatting for this, but it's really hard to create content when I cannot go out in the world. Thanks, coronavirus. But thank you again for tuning in. I love you. Let's heal together. Okay, guys, one more quick thing before we go. Thanks again for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to Real Talk with Michelle on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. You can also listen to Real Talk with Michelle on YouTube. Same name. 
Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you subscribe there. Make sure you hit the notification button so you can be up to date anytime that I post a new episode there. You can also like the Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle. You can follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle Podcast. And that's really where I am the most. So if you're looking for updates, you can kind of follow me around. You can see what I'm doing on a daily for the podcast, how I research the podcast, just really what I'm interested in. Um, Again, that's Real Talk with Michelle podcast on Instagram. Um, You can also leave me a voice note in Anchor. I have a few of those now. I can include those on episodes and you can be sure that I'm going to include some of those. I'm a bit of a collector, so I like to leave them there and I want to add them in because I think it's going to be really fun soon. You can also email me at realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com and that's where I take the gratitudes. I'm super excited. I've still been reading those. I'm enjoying including those on episodes. Thank you so much for leaving me your gratitudes. They give me so much to be grateful for as well. You can also support the podcast at anchor.fm. And that's for F as in Frank, M as in Mary, backslash real talk with Michelle, backslash support, and you can help sustain future episodes. Again, thanks for tuning into Real Talk with Michelle. I'm so grateful for you and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.